Welcome to the In All Things podcast. Here, we talk about everything from friendship and personalities to contentment and faith. Our goal, to encourage you to seek Christ in all things. Hey, how's it going? I'm your host, Sierra. Let's imagine you're in my living room and dive into real conversation. Hey, everybody. We are a week away from Christmas. Okay, maybe a little more, but I cannot wait, and I hope that you're excited too. If you have missed the last couple episodes, we are celebrating Christmas this month by covering the topics of Advent. Um, So as a quick recap, the Advent season is the four weeks that are leading up to Christmas, and that is when we celebrate Christ's arrival. Traditionally, um, a home or a church that is recognizing Advent has a circle of four candles, and there's a fifth candle in the middle. Every candle represents something different, and then a new one gets lit every week leading up to Christmas. So if you go back, the last two episodes that we've had are on hope and love. Today we are talking about joy, and next week we will conclude with peace. And there's actually a fifth candle, like I mentioned, and that gets lit on Christmas Day, which represents Christ and the light that he brings to the world. In Luke chapter 2, which is the chapter where the birth of Jesus is told, angels appear to the shepherds in a field after Christ was born. They say, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Messiah, the Lord. The first announcement of his birth, it was known that this news is going to bring joy for all people. The first person to express joy about Jesus' coming was months before he was born, though. Back in Luke 1, Mary, who was already pregnant with Jesus, went to go visit her relative Elizabeth, who was pregnant with John the Baptist. And Elizabeth tells Mary, as soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. An unborn child was the first one to recognize our Savior and to recognize the joy in his arrival, which I think is just an incredible picture. Remember that God's people had waited centuries for the Savior that God had promised. Think of how exciting that that would have felt. When we think of the hope that he brings to us thousands of years later, and when we reflect on the love that he has for each one of us, it's pretty easy for us to find the joy in things. But thinking about that, we then can recognize that the main goal of the enemy is actually to steal our joy. There's a common saying, comparison is the thief of joy, which is very true. But that's only one thing on a laundry list of things that actually steal our joy. Comparison, shame, greed, anxiety, um, impatience, discontentment, Many more things. All of those steal our joy and all of those come from the enemy. When the enemy can trap us into these things, our eyes are taken off of Christ and the joy, hope, and love that he offers us. Last week, we talked about love and the cheap version of love that our culture tries to sell us. The love that our society believes in is self-serving, temporary, and conditional. And actually, society does the exact same thing with joy, except that they call it happiness. But again, happiness is self-serving, temporary, and conditional. 
we're often told that we deserve happiness or that we should do what makes you happy. Neither of those sentiments are very biblical. But if we do if we do what makes us happy, we are following our fleshly desires. When we follow Christ's desires for our lives, we will find joy in every day. And we have to pay attention to that perspective switch, and we have to become very intentional with that. Our goal should not be to do what makes us happy. It should be to follow Christ's desires and his will for our lives. John 15, 9 through 11, it says, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. We also talked about joy in the Fruits of the Spirit series, and I'd like to reshare what we talked about at that time. Joy can be very difficult to define. Is it happiness? Is it a positive attitude? Or is it more? Essentially, joy is an attitude of our hearts. Yes, it's a positive attitude, but much more than your just your day-to-day positive attitude. Many of the verses that refer to joy in the Bible are regarding someone witnessing or experiencing God's kingdom work. Maybe a miracle happened or he delivered or saved somebody um, when he's working in somebody's life or his presence was felt or seen. Luke 15, 7 says, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who need no repentance. Another example would be in Philippians, where Paul is talking about complete joy when believers are united in Christ. Or in Acts, it talks about Paul and Barnabas traveling through countries telling believers how Gentiles had been saved. But then in James 1, we read this verse. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking in anything. In this passage, James is encouraging believers to gain a new perspective when going through hardships. As I'm sure we've all been through hardships to various degrees, we can probably all agree that it's difficult to go through them with joy. But James is really clear that these trials are to test our faith in order to produce perseverance. And then that perseverance allows us to gain maturity in our faith. He goes through this domino effect of events to make one point. Our trials are for a purpose. And while it's extremely difficult to grasp and agree with sometimes, understanding this gives us a new perspective. In 1 Peter, it's explained that rejoicing through trials and hardships results in stronger faith because we are learning to press into the Lord for guidance and comfort. If you're an athlete going to Um, compete in a race or another competition of some sort, you have to train and training is hard. The book of Romans affirms this. You're going to go through pain in gaining muscle and work hard to gain endurance. Trials in life are like spiritual training. And when we train correctly by depending on God to get us through and remaining joyful and hopeful in him, we will have strong and invincible faith. Joy is like the roots of a tree. You may not notice them at first, but when you experience joy, it begins to grow and strengthen your heart. And like good roots, joy then sustains us when life is difficult. 
Philippians 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. The joy that we have in the Lord shows others who He is, and we want others to see the hope that we have in Christ and the joy that He brings us. When our eyes are fixed on Jesus, our perspective of the world changes. We see the promises that are fulfilled, we see the truth that he brings us, and we see his love for us. And that is what is going to bring us joy. Thanks for listening, everybody. Join us next week for our final episode in the Advent series as we will talk about peace. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you for joining today's conversation. I hope this was an encouraging episode as you continue to walk with the Lord. If it was, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps with the app's algorithm and allows In All Things to be accessible to even more people. Share with your friends and give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at In All Things Pod on both of those and visit our website at inallthingspodcast.com. See you next time.